Hello, and welcome to the Mustang Sports Feed. This is Dr. Bob Dixon. I am here with Mason Nesbitt, the Sports Information Director of the University. Mason, how are you today? I'm doing well, Bob. We are another day closer to getting sports back up and running at the Masters University Live Sports, and I uh, that makes me very happy. Yeah, it makes me happy too. I'm uh, at the same time keeping an eye on the the professional sports world, and I'm hoping we can get some baseball soon uh, and maybe finish the NBA season. What do you think? I think that would be fantastic, especially since the Lakers and Dodgers are so well positioned. Um, I'm sure the Giants would like to sit this year out, but uh, <laughs> you know, for the Dodgers, I think we're ready. they're uh, they're ready to go. Yeah, I, I I think you're right. The Giants won't miss anything if they miss the season, and and the Warriors they don't mind if the season ends right now. Um, but for you guys, sure, I hope it happens for you. But certainly uh, the teams at the Masters University are positioned to compete for championships. So we, we, de- we don't want to miss out on that. Amen to that. Yep. And so on that note, as always, we do want to remind you that um, our sponsors remain open for pickup. Uh, obviously, it's been a tough time for the restaurant industry. So we encourage you to support Jersey Mike's, which obviously has six Santa Clarita locations. Chick-fil-A, Presto Pasta, Jimmy Dean's on Lions, and Firehouse Subs. And as our faithful listeners, you can always get a hold of us at sid at masters.edu. So again, like sports information director, as Bob so aptly explained, sid at masters.edu. We'd love to hear from you. Maybe tell us who you'd like us to have on the podcast next. Who'd you like us to interview? And then again, you can find us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at TMU Athletics. And so with that, we transition into, Bob, what has become a regular segment on the show, and that is our Spotlight Athlete of the Week. Now, obviously, we don't currently have sports going on, but I did think it'd be an opportunity to kind of wrap back around, and obviously the spring got cut short, and so some of the athletes maybe didn't receive the the praise that they would have gotten had the season played itself out. But Desi Brown of our women's beach volleyball team uh, transferred here from Grossmont College and made just an immediate impact in the Mustangs first season. She was part of the Mustangs number one pairing along with Katie Emmerling. And they most notably beat their opponents from Arizona Christian and Benedictine Mesa back in March, and those were TMU's first-ever GSAC wins. And then Desi was named All-GSAC. So there you go. She's the first All-GSAC beach volleyball player in the history of the university. And so not timely news, you know, but I think Desi deserves to be spotlighted again. Absolutely. Congratulations, Desi. Okay, well, Mason, on that note, uh, let's transition to segment number two, and that's an exciting one. We've got a special guest today. Why don't you introduce him to our listeners? Absolutely, Bob. Today we are joined by Curtis Lewis, our women's soccer head coach. Curtis is entering his 14th season. He's won 155 games. He's taken the Mustangs to five national tournaments, NAI national tournaments, and uh, two in the last three years. He is a two-time GSAC Coach of the Year. Curtis, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. And before we get too far into it, I believe congratulations are in order. Am I correct? Yeah, little uh, baby Colton uh, was born on Friday at uh, 4 in the morning. Oh, wow. Quite an entrance. Congratulations, Coach. That's great. Thank you so much. So on that note, Curtis, what obviously the last several months have been 
you know, kind of crazy for everybody, but what, what has that been like for you having, you know, three young kids already and then a wife, you know, ready, ready to give birth, uh, you know, during the, the coronavirus pandemic? Yeah, it's, uh, it's been interesting. My, I'm pretty high energy uh, and my kids are, are as well. So keeping everybody cooped up uh, has been quite difficult. Uh, once the weather warmed up, we have a pool. So we've, we've been out there doing that a lot, which has been a huge, huge blessing. Um, but uh, yeah, now it's just, a blessing to be able to have the little baby and my wife is we 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 laugh a lot she doesn't she doesn't glow as a pregnant woman she she kind of endures so she definitely endured through it and she's a rock star and uh it's just a crazy amazing thing the the watching of your your children being birthed and just amazing aspects of your your wife and how strong uh strong women are so it's it was a it was a pleasure and a blessing to have a new little one join us now and we should mention that, that your wife, Deanne, is a Masters Hall of Famer in women's soccer and that uh, and you were a uh, four year starter for the Mustangs as a center midfielder. So I have to imagine that of these four children, you know, we're, we're looking at a couple, you know, future Mustang soccer players. Right. Who knows? Hopefully uh, my uh, my son is uh, is kind of getting into soccer. He's really enjoying it. Uh, his name is Titus. Uh, Natalie, my middle one, actually doesn't seem to have an athletic bone in her body yet. Um, she's <laughs> plays, plays with dolls and, and dresses up. And so who knows, who knows with her. It's my wife and I were knocking the soccer ball around the other day with the kids. And we both looked at each other as Natalie was trying to somehow kick the ball. And we're like, why this kid has no athletic ability. Where, where did this kid come from? So it's interesting to kind of watch your kids. They're definitely around it a lot. So I'm sure they'll have some sort of love, love for it. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what the Lord has when it comes to soccer for them. Obviously, you know, this spring, Curtis, you weren't able to be, you know, in the same place with your athletes. What, what challenges does that present as you prepare for the fall? And then how did you try and counteract that? Yeah, so we got the first portion of our spring season in, which, which was nice. Um, we lost 13 seniors, so it was actually a pretty important spring season for us. Um, just, you know, having a, a small group returning and losing such a, a big class of leadership and, and skill. Um, it's, it was really important. So I'm glad that we at least got some of it in. Uh, we transitioned over to like Zoom meetings once a week, and we've been doing a ton of stuff uh, through our YouTube channel that we've created and doing tactical analysis and just having the girls watch the game a lot. And there's been some huge aha moments for me. I didn't realize how many of my girls were visual learners. Um, I've had so many girls over this spring say, oh, that's what you meant. And uh, I, I thought I was a pretty good communicator, but um, we didn't do a whole bunch of visual uh, cues for them. So it's actually been really, really good and insightful. And I think I think we'll be a better team now that we have this platform to use. And we're going to use it quite regularly. Uh, even through the summer, we're going we're gonna to continue to meet on Wednesdays going through it. Curtis, you mentioned 13 seniors graduating. You've got, um, but coming back, you've got Kendall Borman, who's obviously coming off a breakout season. Um, Peyton Williams, Saren Tamayo, so that you do have some veteran players. What, how, how, I guess, do you feel about the recruiting class that's coming in to kind of supplement that group? Yeah, well, just, you know, the returners that we have, we're excited. They, they bought into our system, um, a godly group. They love the Lord. They're, they're full, full in. And so a huge part of the spring was just, um, helping um, all of our returners just really understand that uh, we're going to be outnumbered. I think we have 16 incoming players. 
sort of really go after loving the new players well, uh, getting them on board, already starting up the small groups so that they really can be um, uh, inundated with our culture and really buy in. Uh, but we have a great class coming in. Uh, I think some some forward uh, strike force that's going to really help uh, Kindle so all the scoring won't fall on her. Um, we have some high-level players coming in, um, some girls from ECNL and Academy. Um, we have um, Morgan coming in over from England. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty cool. We have uh, Reina who has uh, been playing on the, the Peruvian national team. Um, she did the Pan Am games. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's a pretty cool dynamic group coming in. And the best thing about it is I think uh, that they're already buying in. Whereas sometimes it takes a little bit of time for girls to, to really get and figure out what we're doing because we've been having these zoom calls and so many of those incoming players have been on it. We have a really a, a head start this year and I'm super excited for that. And as always, you can read about uh, those signings at GoMustThings.com. That's for all of our sports. Um, Curtis, as I mentioned, you were a uh, four-year starter at center midfielder for for Coach Jim Rickard at Masters. What was your experience like as a Mustang, and, and what impact did that have on you ultimately deciding to return and coach here? Yeah, I um, I love – I wouldn't give up my Masters experience for, for anything. Um, I was recruited to some D1s and had some opportunities there, and um, actually, my my junior year of, of high school, I was on the the state team, the captain of that team, and uh, our youth group was having a missions trip to Juarez, Mexico, and it happened to be on the exact same week as uh, the re- West Regional Camp. And so I, I made a decision, you know, kind of put a fleece before the Lord, um, which we try and teach our girls never to do a horrible way to make decisions. But I said, if my youth pastor gives me a call tonight, I, I'll go on the on the missions trip. And literally, like at ten twenty at night. And I don't know what youth pastor calls someone at 1020 at night on a school night. Uh, but the moment that phone rang, I immediately uh, knew who it was. And um, I went on that missions trip and I didn't go to the West Regional Camp and had to call my coach. And I'd been on that team since I was 12 years old. And um, yeah, it changed, it changed my life. My, my youth pastor was a guy who went to this place called the Master's College. And I had never heard of it before. And my experience on that missions trip just really transformed my life and he majored in this thing called theology and went to the master's college. And so I said, Hey, I'm going to this place. I'm a major in theology as well. Cause he had such a huge impact on my life. And Curtis, I understand there's going to be a familiar face. Obviously she's already been working with you in the spring, but um, there's going to be a familiar face on the, the sidelines as part of your coaching staff this fall. Um, how, how excited are you to have Jasmine Logan, you know, back working with the program? Yeah, I'm super excited. Jazzy, uh, she she loves the program. She was uh, a great uh, player for us. Um, and uh, now being able to come back, we kind of get a two for one because her husband, Chris Logan, played as well for the Masters. And what we really love about the, the situation now, you know, I was a midfield, she was a forward, Chris was a defender. And so we're able to really kind of divide up the team uh, when we want to break it off and, and have some specialty training uh, going on, which is really, really exciting. So I'm super, super grateful to have um, a, a godly woman to be able to join the program and to be able to grab her husband as well. You know, Bob, is there anything you wanted to ask? Yeah, uh, Coach, it's it's uh, great to hear your story of how how the Lord brought you to Masters. And you know, when I when I uh, first started writing sports for the Signal, your your wife was uh, the star player on the w- women's team. I think her name was Madison. Uh, her last name, yep. yeah, back yep. then. Uh, you know, and here we are. Uh, I, I don't even want to say how many years later. I don't want to date myself, but uh, <laughs> you know, you know, it just 
how 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 important has has it been for you to be able to see the Lord's hand in in uh, in, in not just bringing you to masters, but keeping you here, and, and how He's you know just filled in those slots in your life, and you know your your family, and now your profession. Uh, just love to hear your thoughts on that. It's just a great story. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, you know, kind of the, the background to to Deanne, um, she was actually heavily recruited to go out to to Trinity International in Deerfield, Illinois, to pay, play for Patrick Gillum, great godly man. And uh, so I started dating her uh, spring, uh, fall of 2000, and December of 2000, her Christmas present to me was to rip up her letter of intent for uh, Trinity International and assign her scholarship to go to Masters. And so that that was a cool thing to be able to do. And she came and she was she was a stud, a lefty forward, scored tons of goals. Um, she's an All-American uh, and she's now in the Hall of Fame. But she, she continues to remind me that she's in it and I'm not. And uh, so that's, uh, you know, something that she she continued to hold hold over my my head. Um, but she was a stud soccer player. And uh, then we got a chance to, um, you know, my first year out, I was the, actually the assistant coach for the women. Uh-huh. And my now wife, Deanne Madison, was on the team we were dating. And that didn't go so well, uh, me <laughs> telling her what to do and stuff. So I, I decided to back out and just uh, I was doing a full time ministry at Faith Community Church where her dad is a senior pastor. And so I backed out of that and, and let her kind of do her own thing. And then uh, when she graduated, she assisted uh, her first year on the women's side. Uh, so we've kind of had our hands in Masters University women's soccer you know, uh, since 1998, when I when I was here as a player, knowing all those girls, you know, Heather Halsteads uh, back in the day, um, I think uh, when all of a sudden done, I think it's only one, uh, maybe it's two years since 1998 that that we have not been a part of the Masters uh, now universities program. So it's, it's cool to have that tradition and that longevity. And, um, you know, when they called me back, uh, it was just something that, you know, my wife and I felt like it was time to do. And, uh, we were excited. So we were able to do that um, all the years until um, my wife got pregnant uh, in 2013. So from 2007 to 2013, uh, Deanne uh, was my assistant coach along with her brother, Doug. Uh, so it was a, a, a family affair. Um, mm-hmm. And it was really, really a blessing uh, to be able to do that with one another. That's great. Thanks so much for that. That's a great story. And, and Curtis, before we let you go, I do have to ask about uh, the suit. So is there, you know, some, sometimes for games, you will be in a full suit for the game. Is there a story behind the suit and what kind of determines whether it's a suit game or whether it's not a suit game? Yeah, yeah, great question. You know, uh, so we all have our vices. Um, I, I'm a pretty intense guy and I can get a bit intense on the sideline. Um, and it, and when in the women's game, sometimes it just doesn't work well. Right. I mean, I think you can really demoralize girls. And, um, so maybe it was two years ago. I just said, you know, I'm going to do something that makes me feel uncomfortable to, to just remind myself almost buffeting my body, just to remind myself to just be very, very careful with my words. Mm. And so I, I did that. I think it was actually jazzy. Prada now Logan, I think it was her senior year that I started doing that. I, I wore it every single day or every single game um, and uh, kind of walked through that. And it was brutal. I mean, on that turf in August wearing a suit, <laughs> I mean, it was like there was a couple times where I stood up a little quick and I had to sit down. I was so hot. Um, and then the following year, last year, um, you know, I just kind of picked games here and there in which I wanted to do it. Um, I think 
what I found um, is sometimes when you when you put yourself and you dress a certain way, it makes it makes you act a certain way. And I think sometimes as a as a male coach, you, you still get um, kind of wrapped up in the emotions of the game. And I think maybe just dressing a little bit more of like what they do in Europe and the professionals and that kind of stuff. It just helped me to maybe say, okay, you're not a, you're not a just someone. You're a coach. Act that way. And then not only that, but your your Christian coach and your attitude and your 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 voice and the tone of your voice. Those things matter. They matter to the girls. Uh, they matter to the opposing players. And they matter to the ref that you're acting as a Christian. And, and uh, so to, to some extent, I think I, I kind of went that way. Also, you know, um, sometimes you'll see a, a, an unopened Coca-Cola to me. I, I love Coke, uh, but uh, sometimes I try and fast from that. I just put that there as a reminder just for my attitude and that I would have a, a good testimony uh, on and off the field as well. So some things, I guess, to just, you know, buffet my body and, and uh, just have, you know, reminders so that I'm trying to, to make sure I'm doing a good job with, with uh, how I'm coaching the girls. Well, and now I know that on those 100 degree days, if I get a little thirsty, that uh, there's a Coke lying on the sidelines there. I just take that temptation away from you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Just make sure you have a cup of ice, Mason. Yes. <laughs> well, Curtis, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate you taking the time out. Obviously, you've had a lot going on, but uh, we look forward to being back together in the fall. Awesome. Thanks so much, guys. I appreciate you. And yep, Lord willing, we'll see you back in August. Thank you, coach. Take care.